Right, so we explained um, So the truth is that after I finished uh, speaking that out yesterday, uh, there were two questions that were asked after we ended the recording. The first question was, um, if we're moving upwards, we're moving higher and higher into the realms, as we can tell that we're getting into the world of Bria, that we're going to start getting into the world of Atsilus, etc. So, why is it out of order? The first two, Shehu Notesh Shemaim Viosadars. Shemaim is the world of the angels, it's the world of Yitzira. Aritz is this world of Asiya down here. So, the Maharal answers this question, and he says, We are discussing that which is from the clearest, from the simplest way for people to understand that Hashem rules in that domain to harder and harder to grasp. So the most obvious thing people think about, the heavens, you know, the heavens, like the, where the angels are, whatever it is, that, that's where Hashem runs. But down here, is a different story. Down here, people decide what happens, people decide how things go. So it's a bigger Hiddish to say, no, no, no. Even down here, Hashem is in charge. He established the earth. Now, but then once we start going like way high, people can't even fathom such worlds, right? Like we're talking about you know, um, the world of Bria, of uh, Kisei Kavod, where the Kohos of Dalamar, we didn't even know there are such places. So that's why those are all bigger Hadushim. So it's like, you can imagine like a little bit higher than us. That's like where we are comfortable putting Hashem. Then next step is here. Next step is like way up there, and then like higher and higher and higher. Okay, that's how the moral explains it. Um, there was one more question. Let me see if I can remember it. I can't. I asked Yosef to write it down. Maybe he'll remind me for tomorrow. Okay. Um, fine, so we're continuing. So the Shekhinah is the actual divine presence. If the world of Bria, the previous world, we're talking about the Kisei Kvodo, right? Moshe Vikaro, the, the sitting of his honor, that's the seat. So the Shekhinah is the actual, is the presence of being on the seat. So that is um, already, we're talking about the divine Entire, the, the divine realms. However, the lowest of them, Shechina, as we know, is a feminine term. Uh, that's the, um, you know, so to speak, the wife of the husband, right? That, uh, obviously, so to speak, because it's all one Hashem. It's just, does he manifest himself as a mother to us? Does he manifest himself as a father to us? And that's, Shechina would be the motherly manifestation, the feminine manifestation. So that's the lower one, the one that's closer to the children, taking the basic family structure, you see that right, the mother is at home more with the children, she cooks them dinner, etc. The father, he's away, he's got a beard, he kind of looks funny to them, looks very different than the children, he does all these things, he can't really understand, learning Torah, whatever it is, it's farther away. Okay. So, um, next, who Elokeinu? So now, we are we got Elokeinu, uh, which is a, a obviously a word for God, but it's a 
it, it does connote uh, judgment, right? Uh, like Elohim is uh, is uh, same as by, by the name Chol Elohim means uh, Lord or Judge, right? So that's uh, having to do with uh, with judgment, like Shana <laughs> coming up over here. That's Elokeinu. Now we go even way higher, which is beyond anything that we can say, and therefore we say Einod. There's nothing else. That's uh, such a high manifestation of Hashem that really up on that level, there's no room for anything else. Einod Melvado. There's nothing but Him. Elokeinu is a more constricted version where it leaves room for there to be us. He's our Lord, and we are His uh, avodim, right? Uh, but here, a note: Emes Malkenu Ephes Zula. So Ephes means uh, there's nothing. Now, Ain Ode, Ain and Ephes sound to be very similar. Um, however, the as forum point out, there's a distinction of Ain is there's not. Ephes means it's impossible. Ephesus is the negation of even the possibility of. And that takes us to the highest level that we can even talk about. That's it. Kansubus or so, Vedata Hayom. Now we've spoken about this in Der Hashem and other Shurim. Vedata Vayom Vashavosa Elavavecha. This is the Pasuk that obligates us to re-experience Maimad Harsinai to, re, uh, to re-see and, and really integrate into ourselves. These matters should be settled onto your heart. It should go into you, not just an external belief. Yeah, I believe this. Uh, yeah, yeah, well, how do you know? Uh, oh, because that's what, uh, yeah, of course, that's what it is. That's not internalized. If someone asked you to explain, do you understand? Is it something that makes sense to you? Have you spent time thinking about it? To the point where it can be called the Yediyah, this Nesiyashev Alalev. And Vyata Hayom, Hayom always means Kihayom, like, like, like that day. Like which day? Like that day, like the same, the same as the day when we stood at our scene and we saw it like that. That's what we need to be striving for. Should know it absolutely as if we had been there. There's nothing but Hashem. Mm-hmm. That was all our obligation. The entire Aleinu. Aleinu. It is upon us. It's upon us, means it's, it's incumbent upon us, it's an obligation upon us. Now, once we do that, once we fulfill our obligation by doing all of this, then we can hope, we can look forward to an extraordinarily bright future. And that's Alkane. Therefore, since we have done this, we have... Uh, a haftacha from Hashem, we have an assurance from Hashem that we can look forward to all these things. To Alkain and the Kavalacha. Therefore, we can look forward to this. We can look to you. 
that you that you gave us this assurance. We can look to you to see it fulfilled. Hashem Olokeinu, Yeroz Mehera, B'siferes Uzecha. What's Siferes Uzecha? That's the base of Mikdash. It's the beauty of Hashem's strength. That's where we saw it uh, actualized in the base of Mikdash. Lahavir Gilulim in Aretz. So Gilulim are uh, or spiritual roots that Ramchal understands. They are spiritual roots um, for all evil is in Tuma. In Tuma is the spiritual root of Ra. But like um, like Rashi brings by, by the Paraduma. Paraduma is to remove Tuma from the world. And why do we use a para? Why do we use a cow? Because we say it is like the analogy of the maidservant and her son went and soiled up the, you know, the whole um, mansion. So the so we say to her, you know, go and clean up the mess that your son made. So too the eagle, with that with the cheta eagle brought death into the world. Brought, brought uh, such a level of rye and kill cool into the world. So let the paraduma, the mother, come along and clean it up. So you see the connection in tuma and death, and you know, the the tuma that. Um, Obviously, Tuma is a lower level. It's Tuma can be, even if it's not Mahamash Ra, right? I mean, uh, a woman who is in either is Tami. But uh, why is she Tami? Because there's some aspect of death, there's some aspect of Rihuk, etc., which is, uh, the, you know, eventually played out enough will lead to Ra. So that's the Gilulim Minaharits. There are those that translate Gilulim as uh, excrement, and that would fit very nicely with this. Because excrement is something that's filthy, that's uh, discarded. And that's, uh, that's really speaking to the fact that in this world, Bechlal, we have Ra, we have all these things, and all that's going to be removed. Lavir Gilulim in arts, it means the root of all evil. It will be removed. Veha Elilim, Elilim. Like uh, like Rashi brings that uh, it's from a language of Elei Haaretz. Elei Haaretz means the mighty ones of the land. So Elilim are strong ones. So although we're talking about still Avodah but there's the Avodah as it's rooted in disgusting and filthy things, such as excrement. Then there's also the aspect of the fact that it has strength that it has seemingly dominion over the world. That's why they're called Elilim, from a language of uh, Yesh, Yesh, like Lavan says, Yeshli uh, El Yod, I have the might of the hand to do you evil. 
So that's though um, they also karos yikaresu. Alternatively, these ililim are mighty men who prevent um, our ability to serve Hashem. Say they would be dictators or other powerful, evil uh, people. The last point, L'sakein olam b'malchus shakai. So L'sakein means that we should be able to be L'sakein, not that therefore we're looking forward for Hashem to do that. We look to Hashem to see his base and Megdish and for him to remove the sources of evil and the might from the Rishoyim so that we should be able to fix up the world. Lesakin, that we should be able to fix up the world. Bumachus Shakai. With the you know, with uh, Hashem's guidance, with Hashem's rulership as the tikkun. How does one fix up the world? Is by establishing Hashem as the king here. That's how you fix up this world. Okay, we'll stop here.